Okay, before we start, can you can you hear clicking? I'm gonna click. Tell me if you hear this click. Do you hear those clicks? I do. Oh crap! I thought I fixed that. Oh well. Hello everyone, and welcome back to the Jolly Buccaneer Crew. We finally. Settled our lawsuit with those stupid cousins and got the JBC logo back and the voice. I'm um, the pirate Penobscot and with me is, on my shoulders, is my parrot, uh, Bloody Joe. Squawk for him. Joe? Bloody Joe? Fuck! And this is... Uh, JBC. Uh, I feel like I'm coming in a little bit hot. What do you think? Am I coming in hot? Maybe it's just I can hear myself more than usual, which I don't like. <sighs> Alright, let's get going. Joe, how's it how are you? Oh, this is really just because since I made that stuff up. If you if you thought this was really a pirate show, I apologize, but there's no pirates here except for the Corona Pirates. The the what was it? The uh, Buccaneers crew? Jo the jo the Jolly Buccaneer crew. Jolly yeah. Buccaneer crew. I yeah. like that. It took me <clears throat> two days to think up. My my son, the four-year-old, uh, whose name I can't remember right now, he uh, he calls it the Corona Pirates. <laughs> and, and, and that's why oh. we, we can't do anything because the Corona Pirates. So, how about that's you? That's cute. What does your son call it? He calls it... <laughs> Cute. That's what he calls everything, actually. Oh. Yeah. Do you have a lot to say about being a dad? Well, that I just want to say that Oliver tits off Christ, my infant child, mm -hmm. that's his side of every conversation. Yeah. Sometimes he just screams and yells, but that's not a conversation. No, that's just those, a... those are demands. Yeah. Do you want to, can we role play a little bit? I'll be you and you be, um, <clears throat> and you be OTC. That's all over tits off Christ. Is it OTC or OTOC? <laughs> OTOC. I okay. like that. You be OTOC and I'll be you. Okay. And we'll have a conversation. <clears throat> all right. Uh, Oliver, go to fucking. Yeah, I know. I know. Yes. Go to fucking sleep. No, no, he will not win the election. Shut up. Go to sleep. There's no. Well, yeah, if Stephen Hawking knew what he was talking. Look, when Heidegger, when Heidegger, just fucking go to sleep. You don't know shit. All right, let's and scene. My improv yeah, skills. That, that really does. That conversation happens every single day between me and my kid. Cool. I want to say some some positive things about being a dad. Yeah, because get them over with. And this is boring. This isn't good podcasting. But I don't give a fuck. We've never done good podcasting. Why start good now? Point. I think that the okay. First, I'm going to start with negative things. Actually, <laughs> okay. I was going to come off the top. I was going to do a positivity sandwich about uh, about fatherhood. Yeah. You know, you come in, you say a few nice things, then you get to complain like an asshole for a long time, and then you end off with a couple of good things again. Well, and that's can, somehow supposed to make everything better. You can right? use really like paper thin bread for that. You can say one positive thing. He's cute. All right. Yeah. There's that's your... normally what positivity sandwiches are like, by the way. Yeah. Just a real thin, more like positivity wraps with like carb free wraps. Just yeah. a thin layer of positivity, and then sure. just shitload of complaints if you did a positively open face sandwich would that be positive first or, <laughs> or positive last <laughs> positivity open face sandwich that's what i'm gonna do right now actually okay. you just called what i'm gonna do all right so being a father so i'm not gonna start with positivity we're going straight in through the top the, the gravy and the meat uh, on top of the on top of the bread i'll end off with something good i am I am no stranger to hard work being a Taco Bell manager. Yeah. I feel like I've had a good work ethic and I've worked my ass off my whole life and that's fine. And I'm and to a certain degree I'm I'm proud of that. I feel like 
you know, I have I have stamina and I have focus and whatever, and I I build on those skills intentionally, so uh-huh. I feel good about that. Okay, and I figured that being a dad would then put like a new layer. It would be like a new type of working really hard. Uh huh. I thought I was prepared, <laughs> and I th- and I th- I think so far I've proved uh, you know my prerequisites in my mind were filled, and then I I became a dad, and then I was able to do the hard work, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm able to do the hard work. And it is a new layer of hard work. And I'll describe that. Any dad, I think, will be able to relate to this. I'm, I have enough energy to do this work. And it's very rewarding in some ways. But I'll, I'll, that's the bread of the open face sandwich. I'll get to that later. It's, uh, it's exhausting in a new and a little bit surprising way. All of a sudden and this happens quite a bit, I will almost like awaken from the the reality that I've done nothing but sleep, take care take care of the baby and and then try to just get other absolute necessities accomplished yeah. for days and days. And I'll find myself kind of like falling asleep standing up. And I'm no stranger to that either, by the way. I'm, that right. that's not a new thing. Right. But there's a kind of a new flavor. There's a there's a new um, experience to the exhaustion, um, in a way. A new Being dimension. a Taco Bell manager, I've I've experienced emotional exhaustion before. Of but this is a this is a new type of emotional exhaustion because it is it is the you find yourself expended completely of the energy that you have directed at the one you love the most. Uh huh. Yeah. Right? Taco Bell manager, you're dealing with people's emotions all day long, and you even care about some of these people because some of these people come in all the time and they order the same thing. Yeah, and you want to help them, and you give them the same order, you know, a, a quadrupalupa and a coke. Yeah, and uh, and it's very emotional. It gets really heavy. <laughs> but uh, and so do the people at Taco Bell. Right. But when when you're really focusing all of your energy on this little baby it's a it's a different kind of of exhaustion it's a different kind of emotional energy that is that is spent and so uh, it's a new experience again i don't i don't feel i don't feel overwhelmed by it and i feel like i've i'm i'm maybe prepared in ways that other dads don't get to prepare okay for this type of thing okay um but but yeah it's a it's a new type of working your ass off and yeah. the, and here's the here's the bread of the open faced um, sandwich and the oh. turkey and the gravy all the the hard the hard work part yeah maybe that wasn't as negative as it as it as it could have been but it's hard work damn it it's exhausting yes um so w- what makes it absolutely all worth it and I'm gonna get cheese cheesy here okay cheese on our sandwich all right yes there's cheese on the open faced like turkey and gravy sandwich which is kind of gross. Um, when I, the first time the kid is actually aware and he's not just hungry or has shit his himself and needs to be cleaned and cared for the first time he's aware and recognizes me every day is in the, the look of pure glee that washes over his face as he looks at me and recognizes my voice. That is the most amazing thing ever that yes. that makes me happy it, it, it that fulfills me in a way emotionally that i've never experienced before yes ever. yes i hear you i hear what so you're all of the the brand new the brand new exhaustion totally worth it totally worth it yeah it's mm-hmm. it is um uh let me make some comments on this delicious nutritious sandwich and, Open face uh, positivity sandwich. Yeah the uh, the exhaustion you're talking about. Um, Re- really quick, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I wanna, to my staff, I want to do an open face positivity sandwich sometimes, okay. and that's what I'll uh, I will say that before I give them some feedback. Yeah, I'll be like, this is an open face positive positivity sandwich. So first off, you're terrible at your fucking job. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, but I do feel like you have potential um, if you can just focus. Could anyway, you, you are 
bad at what you do, but that's a nice tie. Mm -hmm. Sorry about the background noise. Um, yeah, the exhaustion you're talking about, anybody who is a parent out there uh, can commiserate. If you are being in some way tortured, right, by a person, and <laughs> tortured or, or, you know, maybe there's a, a natural disaster of some kind and God clearly hates you or whatever, um, you can get to a point of acceptance where you're like, well, this is just the way it is. It just, you know, right. That's I, I am, I'm having red hot skewers shoved up my, uh, pie hole down my pie hole, which is your pie hole? Is it your front hole or your back hole? Skewers in if both If somebody's holes. raping you with a pumpkin pie, your butthole is your pie hole. Okay. But well, I think originally both the pie hole and the cake hole are synonymous because that's where you would normally put both pie oh, and okay. cake, right. which would be your mouth. Anyway, in this case, if you're getting fucked with a pumpkin pie, but it's I was, your butthole. But I was saying a red hot skewer. I mean, yes, but, a red hot skewer. But then again, being brutally tortured with pumpkin pie would be psychologically worse, I guess, because you love pumpkin pie and it's doing all these things to you. And maybe you think, oh, that's closer to the analogy of having a child, this torture thing with being tortured with pumpkin pie. But you you might get to a level of acceptance, but even though you've accepted it, it's still, you know, it's still, uh, it's still upsetting, right? Whereas with a child, you reach that same point where you're like, well, this is torture. I am being tortured. It's just the way it is. I accept it. And yet you can't at any point feel sorry for yourself because the thing that's torturing you is way worse off than you are. I mean, it might be happy for a moment or it might be asleep or it might be, you know, and I have a, a gigantic boob in its mouth and you think, oh, well, that's, he's clearly better than I am. But for the most part, when you're standing there on your feet and you're falling over, you're thinking to yourself, this sucks. I would just, I don't know why I thought I could do this, but there's no way in hell I would ever go back. There's no way I could reverse this, nor would I. If someone said, snap your fingers and you will be whole again. You're like, no, I won't be because I will have a hole inside me. And I said, well, I'm going to snap your fingers and you won't even remember. You're like, eh, still not doing it, right? Like if someone said, here, snap your fingers and you're not going to get cornholed with a piece of pumpkin pie anymore. You'd be right you just yeah get me out of here but with a baby it's like no i just, I just it, it is what it is this is why I'm, here i am i can totally relate to that well yeah because that's what you're yeah. experiencing and then another thing i wanted to mention um that because uh, it because it does feel like torture from time to time yeah absolutely it's, it's, it's inescapable it's really 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 uncomfortable um but you know you got to gotta help this kid yeah and <laughs> gotta help the kid got to and we have a uh my child who i guess we called him jesus christ right that's my kid was that his name we decided? i thought his name was sweet baby jason christ that's right. just you, because i like the way that it rolled off off you, of my tongue you're right and frankly it, it wasn't my baby to name no but, no that's that's know. his name that's what we called him but jesus right. is a is a contraction sweet baby jason is if you shorten it, it becomes Jesus. So, but uh, yeah, sweet baby Jason Christ uh, has a nanny who comes a few days a week, and this nanny has two kids of her own. Um, one is six, and one is just like I want to say nine months or so. And the little nine-month-old crawls around, and he's just chubby. And he comes and he looks for me. He'll crawl all over the house just to find me, and he'll come crawling <laughs> into the office, and he'll look up, and he'll have this huge smile on his face. And I know what you're saying when you say. When you look at your, your your son, that feeling washes over you, right? Part of that is it's a cute little baby. I understand it's it's straight up the way our brains work. We're wired to find that endearing, oh, right? Absolutely. That's but, that's evolution at work. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. But don't get me wrong, you're still what you're feeling still genuine because my four year old Christ child, when I pick him up in the middle of the night to take him for a night pee, and we'll talk about that later. And he just wraps his arms around me. He's not a little baby anymore, but that wrapping his arms around me, I'm like, ugh, okay. This was worth this was worth like waking myself spiritually up. Spiritually nourishing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get what you're talking about. Fatherhood is very, very rewarding, but it's a reward that you didn't know you Well, you don't I don't know you could say you deserve it, but you know, rewarding. Is it rewarding or rewarding? Okay, let me one more comment, Joe. I apologize, yeah. but you use the phrase "I'm no stranger to" a mm -hmm. few times, right? Yes. What if what if you wanted to tell people that you have very often sat on your own hand to numb it before you jerk off, which is called 
the stranger. The stranger. If you say, I'm no stranger to the stranger, I mean, what are you saying? Because if it's the stranger, then you should, I mean, if you go to the same, um, if you go to the same prostitute over and over and over again, it's no longer strange pussy, right? It's, it's, it's rather familiar pussy. In fact, you prefer the familiarity, otherwise you'd be walking further down the street to find a, a different person. You see what I'm getting at? With the stranger? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I yeah. think though I'm, I'm, I mean I'm not the stranger to anyone in that sense. I think that Well, it's been years. I haven't been the stranger to myself and I haven't been the stranger to any strangers. <laughs> okay. In a long yeah. time. What if but uh literally if, I'm no stranger to hard work. Right. Well it can be hard work to sit on your hand while you're, you know, looking at porn because ostensibly your mouse hand and your and your stranger hand. No, no, I guess it would be better if you sat on your, your wrong so hand. So weird. For some reason, I thought that sitting on your hand until you can't feel it and then you jerk off. For some reason, I thought that was called the specter. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It's, it's ghostly. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I can imagine you uh, you walk down the street, you find uh, a, a person of your gender <laughs> choice. and Hold on. Hold yeah. on, I'm sorry. I just uh, I I was trying to figure out how you could if if that's the specter, the the specter, right? Yeah. Um, and then if somebody was looking at you, they would be the spectator. Yeah. And then my mind went to like, well, how can I bring potatoes into this? And then I envisioned Mr. Potato Head watching me jack off. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how my mind works, everybody. Yeah. I'm really sorry to cut you off. No, no, it's yeah, totally the, good. The spectator. Yeah. That's what the spectator is. So if what you do is you were in a terrible, and you're that 127 hours guy, right? Your hand's been sh- shot, chopped off. But uh, everybody knows about something called phantom limb syndrome, yeah. right? Yeah. So if you jerk off with the hand that doesn't exist, that's the specter, right? That's the specter. That's the specter. And really what it looks like is James Franco just waggling a stump. Yeah. And you're getting off on that. And if it and if it feels if it feels so good that your eyes and your nose and your lips pop off, that's the spectator. Um, there you go. Yeah, okay. and yeah. and if you're doing it all by yourself, that's the master spectator. So, um, but what I wanted to say is, if you walk down the street and you find a person who has the gender of your particular sexual choice, and you ask this person to uh, sit on their own hand and then give you a hand job, that's like the stranger stranger. And then if you say, I will pay you to let me sit on your hand before you jerk me off, that would be the auto stranger. Would that be the stranger auto stranger or the auto stranger stranger? Oh, and then and then there's the, if you find somebody, you say, here's what's going to happen. You are going to sit on my hand and then I'm going to jerk myself off. That's the master auto stranger or something. <laughs> All I know is this conversation is getting me hot. Yeah. Woohoo. You know how to turn me on. Speaking let me tell of, you. I, yeah. I missed you. I missed you too. Yeah. So, uh, the elephant in the room, which is not another <laughs> masturbation technique. What would be the elephant in the room? That's if you sit in your hand so long that it swells up to the side. No, let's just move on. Um, we we had a bit of a hiatus. Yes. Um, because of this, that, and the other, and we're we're back. But look, folks, no promises. You might get another show in a week. You might not. And and you know what? If you don't like it, you can go pound sand. Um, I've talked to pounding my sand is when you put your hand underneath a, a sandbag until it gets... No, no I'm kidding. You talk to your family, yeah? <laughs> I've talked my family into JBC once a week because I think we understand the new quote-unquote schedule. Okay. That is a that's a loosely defined term at this point. Schedule, sure. yeah. Um, and I think I can pull this off butt crack style once a week. That is, you know, the five a.m. recording like we're doing now. Yeah, I think I can pull it off. The start time might be a little bit. I might need a little bit of flexibility. I hope that that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but you know, we try and get it done by 6.30 or 7 every morning. And yeah. our listener, this is boring for our listener, but I'm, you know, let's hash it what out. Is it? I also think that in order to bring on certain guests like Shags, um, 
who I miss very much. Very much. Um, and it would be fun to do a show with her. Every once in a while, I'm going to be able to do a 9 o'clock, which is our other time yeah. that we've normally done the show. So I'm, I am down, and I have my family's consent, uh, both my nuclear family and my extended family's mm-hmm. consent, to continue with the podcast on a weekly basis. I'm even going to try and uh, bring funny bells and whistles and, and bits and stuff, too. Cool. Um, Me too. Yeah, and not, and yeah, and and I'm I miss your bits and funny stuff, and uh, I miss your bits. Oh, Jesus. Hey, you already said pulling it off butt crack style, which is going to be the title of today's show. So you just keep on going. Look, the innuendos and the the double entendres and the triple entendres. Triple entendre also is the name of my burlesque act. But all of that stuff is you know <laughs> par for the course. For JBC. So just keep, yeah, if you miss my bits, I miss your bits too. And I like it when our bits get together. We call our bits. <laughs> Butt crack yeah. style. Ugh, sorry well, about all the background. Check it out. Yeah. Uh, the, the, for the five o'clock shows, we'll even be able to get some guests in here. My dad will be able to join. Ian Sane yeah. will be able to join. Uh, Tim Edian, maybe even Marky Woodchapel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I have a that my comedian cousin in New York City, whose house I crashed into. Oh, sweet. Uh, yeah. What? What are you talking about? Well, okay. So, taking a hard left here in the conversation. Mm-hmm. What was that? Did you hear something? That's my. It's my kid crying. Shoot. You may have to take over. That's hilarious. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. So, Joe, I'll be right <laughs> I can back. Hear him. That's okay. Yeah. Talk about Go something. Ahead. I'll be back. Hmm, what should I talk about, guys? I've got it. I will talk about baby shit. I think any dad, any new dad um, that actually has to deal with his baby on a regular basis, um, familiarize, is, is forced to become very familiar with baby shit. Now, for those of you who don't know, baby shit can come three times a day. Baby shit can come twice a week. Baby shit can be the color of toxic waste and actually like glow-in-the-dark neon green toxic waste. And that's kind of a good thing, as I understand it. Um, if you want some really healthy baby shit, if you'd like to be proud of your baby, like give your baby a high-five after taking a shit in his pants. I'm back. Uh, you can you need to look for mustardy baby shit kind of uh and and liquidy you don't want it hard see if baby shit comes out and it's like clay and you can mold it into like a little bunnies and little gophers yeah that's not the kind of baby shit that you want are you talking about you want more mustardy liquidy baby shit um Actually, I think it's just fine if it's liquidy and, and like I said before, straight up glow-in-the-dark neon green. That's okay. Yeah. I mean, it's. I don't think that's ideal. You, you're looking for mustard. You definitely don't want gray clay that that looks like C4. Um, Are you making and, a, and a Caddyshack reference there? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what I was thinking because baby shit actually looks like the clay that Bill Murray uses uh, to make explosive uh, bunny rabbits and gophers. And And – while we're on that subject, thanks for taking over, For by the way. Um, my child decided he needed to go potty. And when my oh, child God. goes potty, he apparently needs someone there to make sure that he got out of his bed correctly. Um, okay. So you have that to look forward to. Uh, Did he but, go and, and drink excessively and, and dance and, like, hit on girls? Uh I was gonna say he needed to wake up and go pate. Oh, pate! No, I I pronounce it like that so it sounds a little hey! bit more ha, could... sophisticated. You know, like I could say my my kid need to go pee. That's but if I say my 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 child needed to go pate, and 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 you see, I'm not I'm not being what's the word? Um, I can't think of the word, but I'm not being that word. Whatever it is, I'll think of it later to say that you know my child needed to micturate because that's just a little much. You know, say oh my child required micturation. Uh, you know, you say yeah. yeah. Um, but Bill Murray, why is he so popular? I like it that he is. I think it's great. I mean, I, I'm genuinely delighted by everything that he does, so I'm not complaining. I'm just wondering where it came from. And if Bill Murray hadn't become the icon for Bill Murray, would we have searched for one anyway? 
Is there is there a an erstwhile is there an erstwhile Bill Murray out there chomping at the bit to take over the Bill Murray reigns? Also, for what it's you, worth, right now Siri is recording everything I'm saying and will probably respond if I stop talking. Let's see. And give you some sort of information about Bill Murray, certainly. Sorry, I couldn't quite hear you. Could you please repeat what you said? Bill Murray! God damn it! Well, she doesn't have the headphones on, so oh. I'm just going to, yeah. <laughs> For Sorry. some reason, I thought Siri could hear me. I think she can. I know this no is all over the place the here. Uh, just wait, now... wait. I, I've got to say something about Bill Murray before okay. I lose this thought. Okay. Now, Bill Murray is a lot like fatherhood. That is, if mm. there were never any Bill Murray in your life, you wouldn't even know what you were missing. Okay. You're, you're because people are like I want to be a dad and they have some sort of idea about right, what okay. a dad is going to be kind of like I did yeah. but you don't like once you feel the reward of being a dad you realize of course you've never felt it before and and so the desire to be a dad was almost driven by something that was out of your reach experientially anyway right, right. does that make any sense no absolutely and Bill yeah. the same way if he never would have existed we wouldn't have known what we were missing but maybe Deep down in our hearts, maybe on an evolutionary level, we would have been yearning for Bill Murray. Yeah, I think if you go back to 1975, which, which was, like, I think the first time he was on Saturday Night Live, right? This guy, mm -hmm. if you go back and, and somebody were to sneak up and say, uh, uh, this is for what you did at Aruda Vegas, and you killed him, the rest of the people would be like, I don't think anything's missing. This is a funny show. Um, but... But you're you're absolutely right. Having seen him once, you're like, okay, that's a thing. And then as you get more, that was and more his into debut him, on SNL. I'm guessing, according to Wikipedia, yeah. Uh, nice. Then if you, uh, yeah, you 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 see him once, you're like, eh, this needs to this needs to be. And you can go through your life. There's a lot of people out there who, you know, don't like Bill Murray, and also they uh, don't like anything else that's good, and they're assholes. But um, they, 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 they're the exception. The rest of us. You're right. You're, that's a very good analogy. Bill Murray is like fatherhood is like Bill Murray. Yeah. And now, uh, what brought us to Bill Murray was the baby shit looking like C4 plastique. Plastique. I, th I think that's the term. It is plastique. Looks like gray fucking moldable clay. Um, that is the poop of pop quiz for. For all you dads, well, for you, Jason, because you're mm. the only one that can answer me. Um, what does that indicate if you've got gray, hard, moldable baby shit? That indicates that you think about poop too much. Doo -doo -doo -doo. Yes. Ding, 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 ding. That is true. And I do think about shit too much. Um, and I'm in contact with it quite a bit. But if you have gray, moldable baby poop, that means that your baby is constipated. and You need, right. you need to help your baby. Um, and so I'm going to, I know this is very private, but we only have one listener, so it's okay. We can, we can handle this. We can keep this confidential. <clears throat> the baby, Oliver Titsoff Christ has experienced some constipation and sure. then he gets really bad gas and he, and he's very upset and it turns from a conversation into demands, which is motherfucker, except he doesn't know how to say motherfucker yet. Yeah, he does. <clears throat> but, but I get it. I can read between the lines. And and he just wants me to make him feel better. But I can't if he's constipated. It's very difficult. We do sure. bicycles. We do little dances. I rub his belly. I do whatever I can. And because of constipation, my wife was like, look, maybe maybe you should just, I don't know, what are we going to do? Maybe you should just stick your finger up in there and see if you can dislodge it. <laughs> okay. Uh... And <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. Okay. And then, of course, because my brain is terrible, I was like, "Well, then I would have to, I would have to yell rape on myself if I did yeah. that, or you, just yeah. just mid process, I'd have to turn my head, and put my hand next to my mouth, and scream rape, and then right. go back to back to business, back to digital digital extraction." Yeah. So you yeah. you you rub his belly. You you try to mold the pre shit. That's dedication, friend. It's, you know, there's all sorts of advice from all different types of individuals, both professional and, and layman. And uh, 
and just people that have experience as parents and uh, people that don't. (laughs) There's a wide range of of individuals. And uh, rubbing the belly of the baby is supposed to help with digestion and try to help soothe them a little bit. And that's from many different sources. So I give it a try. Yeah, but you're right. It probably just molds the the gray baby poop inside of his body into a little gopher, and then a little gopher pops out the gopher hole. But hopefully, but but we're talking about. I mean, so far, Oliver O T. Oliver T O. Otok O T O C. He has O-T-O-C. one food form, and it's liquid, right? Yeah, strange, yeah. right? Yeah, weird. Um. So we, we've we've hopped over some subjects, so I'm going to treat, see how many I can back up to. Uh, one that you didn't know we hopped over just now when my son We do need out. to circle back on rape, though, because I didn't finish my rape <laughs> okay. joke. Yeah, that's, anyway, we can take a little break just from love rape. It. That's fine. When, yeah, very good. We need to cir- That is a phrase, circle back on rape, and we can get back to rape. These are things that I hope people don't take away from the show. But um, just now when I got up to take care of my child. I took off my headphones, my cans, and I started to walk up the stairs and I felt something on my forehead. And I'm like, am I wearing a hat? I Am I wearing a hat? And I thought, <laughs> maybe I'm wearing a hat because I got into this habit of wearing a certain hat whenever I practice my ukulele because then I can associate them together. Like I put on my hat, I'm like, oh, I'm in ukulele mode now, right? And, and for the record, I'm still really bad at the ukulele and I'm not being modest i truly am bad i like you you go on youtube and you watch these people say hey guys i'm really shitty at playing the bass but i want to show you this lick that i wrote and then it's just like yeah and they melt your fucking face off and then they're like you know i'm just a work in progress here yeah yeah you're like you just want to you just want to show them your middle finger um but no i'm actually really bad so i thought maybe i had that hat on so i put my hand up to my head and i realized what i have on my forehead is my eye mask from when i'm asleep and, and you may, <laughs> yeah. And you may be saying That's like, cute. wait, wait, you have, you wear an eye mask when you sleep. Yeah. Here's what I do. If I want to go to bed before my wife, I get in the bed and I turn the, I don't turn the light off. I just put on the eye mask because if my wife comes in the room and I'm asleep and the room's dark, she tries really hard not to wake me up. And she's really, really bad at it, especially in the dark, but if the light's on, she thinks, oh, it doesn't matter. And she just goes about her business, and her business is quiet. So it's an irony thing. That's not as funny as I thought it would be. But anyway. <laughs> I like, I, the image, one, I, I, that is funny. And I, I see, I have a lot in common with your wife because I try to be really quiet all the time, and I fail miserably. And yeah. I'm trying really hard. And, and then sometimes retrospectively, I'm like, I was trying to do something very quietly that is so by its nature fucking loud that clearly i'm an idiot like i was yeah. trying i don't know if your wife is not as stupid as i am but like i'll be like i know what i'll do I'll f- this is something i need to do in the middle of the night i'll throw this bottle up in the air and fire a gun at it but i need to do it really really quiet <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh i'll be like i need to be really quiet now literally i will like there will be pat- pots and pans drying on <laughs> on the counter yeah on a towel, and I, it'll occur to me that they're dry, and I'm, the, I'm I just try to take care of shit when I'm there and when it needs to be taken care of, and I'll be like, I need to do this real quiet, and then I fucking bang pots and pans yeah. together in the middle of the night. Yeah, <laughs> like an my, asshole. My wife is sort of the opposite because if the lights are off, she'll come in to the room, and I and what she'll do is she'll go get a Q-tip to clean her ear, and it sounds like this. But there are sometimes when I'll be asleep, I wake up the next day and I, I look around our room and it's filled with pots and pans that have like gunshots in them. And I'm like, what What the fuck happened here? She's like, oh, I was shooting some pots and pans last night. You didn't hear that? I'm like, no, I didn't hear a thing. <laughs> she said, like, oh, I thought you were awake. The lights were on. I was like, no, I was, did you see the eye mask? She said, oh, that's not your ukulele mask? I was like, shut up. So, um... There's that. And now let's get back to another subject. Hold on. The image I would like, I know our listener doesn't know what Jason looks like, but I need to just for a moment envision once again, Jason walking around his house, probably in like 
a bathrobe or something and big old floppy slippers and f- forgetting that he has his his eye mask on his forehead and his hair's all disheveled and that that image it's a beautiful thing that's 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 me 2407 um mm-hmm. and now we were talking about doing 5 a.m uh podcasts which is 9 a.m. on the East Coast, and I have a cousin who lives in New York, and I flew an airplane into his house the other day. I mentioned that before, and then we went on to like That's, 18 subjects. That sounds really drastic. Yeah. Can, you, can so, you explain that? Can you tell that story for us? There's a new video game out called Microsoft Flight Simulator. Sorry about the S's there. <laughs> um, and it's great. It's like you can go anywhere in the world. Anywhere. Like they use Bing Maps. Go ahead and make fun of Bing Maps, but they use Bing Maps... And then mm-hmm. they render uh, buildings out of what they see. And the developers went to some of the uh, major cities and they hand-created those places so that when you, you fly through them, they're um, quite realistic. But you pick a place, you go there, and it's 3D model, and you're flying your plane around. And so my cousin who lives in New York, I was like, I, I wonder if I can find his place. So I, I grabbed his, his address, and that was scary because I didn't know what it was, so I just Googled him. Yeah, I Googled... I googled a person, a name, the the second most popular last name in India, and they got a billion people, so that's a lot of people. I googled his last name and New York, and found his address. That's that's scary on so many levels. It's scary that that his what? address is even out there. It's scary that Google is like the oh. robot narrowed it down because it knew who you were. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's the other scary part. It's like yeah. No, there were there were several. It had me to choose from, and I. You mean this one? The one that you know? Yeah. Because I I know you. So I I sent him a text message saying, hey, do you live on this street? And he said, yes, I do. And I said, thanks. I'm uh, updating my address book. And let me read to you what he texted back. (laughs) I used to get a lot of texts from my cousin Joe, but he's been a little bit occupied with a baby. So um, uh, um, I said, I'm updating the address book. He said, "Yes, that's the street I live on." I said, "Thank you." He said, "How far down to let me start away? How far down a to-do list does one have to be to update an address book? Have you done all the laundry, repaired everything in your home, played all your video games, and jerked off twice? How has it come to this?" <laughs> and then I wrote, "Okay, the truth is I'm using Google Maps to plan a Taco Bell to Taco Bell cross-country trip and wanted to see where the closest one to you is." Taco emoji. <laughs> and he wrote, "Nice. I live at." Uh, here comes a fake address. I live at sure. 403 uh, Park. Taco Bell is 404 Park. And I, I wrote back, damn it, I already jerked off twice today. And then he sent me a picture of of a Google map above his place showing me both where he lives, because I can see the home icon, and literally across the street, Taco Bell. And that is such a beautiful, beautiful thing. Now, this guy has a child of his own and she is in between your child and my twild. So she's the twild. One of us has a twild. <laughs> Look, we all love twildwin. We do. And so, um, uh, she, uh, she's the middle child. Um, so when he comes on the show, he can give us like notes. Like he can say, Oh, I remember that when he's talking to you and he can say, Oh, I have that to look forward to when he's talking to me. But the, oh, okay. the fact that he lives across the street from Taco Bell, I mean, do you know what a, what a beautiful thing is? And he's not in a, He's not it's in a synergistic. bad neighborhood. It is. <laughs> He's not in a bad neighborhood. It's a nice neighborhood. As I was flying my airplane from LaGuardia over um, Brooklyn to get to his place. He's in Manhattan, but he lives at the north end. He's actually pretty close to Central Park. As I was flying over it, I was like, this is this is nice. Look at all this stuff. And then I said, oh, that's where he lives. Bam, crash. And um, it just made me so happy. On purpose. Yeah, on purpose. Absolutely. And it <laughs> yeah. wasn't like when you do this, the the graphics aren't rendered such that they give you a, a nice explosion. Especially you get super close and the screen goes black and it says, you have rendered the airplane inoperable or something like that. It's like, no oh. fucking shit, dude. <laughs> I crashed into this dude's house or building or whatever. But we can get him on the podcast if we do these 6 a.m. ones. Now, you know, well. sometimes I travel from to to go and kind of audit other Taco Bells and mm-hmm. give feedback to other Taco Bell managers. Yeah, and I've, you know, I could have been in that Taco Bell too, and I, that would have been funny if you tried to crash into your cousin's house, but then you 
you careened, <laughs> you just kind of veered into the Taco Bell. And if the computer simulation would have had my face as the last thing you saw, like my screaming face with a little Taco Bell hat on, that would have been, been good. Yeah. yeah. And that would have been creepy. Yeah. The, the amount of video games that I play as a dad is truly criminal. I just, because you do love your child and you want to be there for them. And then you reach a point where you're like, yeah, they're probably fine. Fuck this. And you go and you try to crash your airplane into people's house. I haven't crashed into your house yet, but that's that's next on my list. I'm going to find where you live there in Davenport and uh, fly over there. Is there an airport near your house? What's the closest airport? You don't have to say the name. What can you say the name? Davenport International. How, how far away is it from here? It's like a good it's, half hour it's drive, It's like 15 right? minutes, Davenport International. Oh, okay. 15 minutes away. Well, in my Cessna 152, that shouldn't take, but five minutes tops. So right. I should be able to get there. No problemo. And your uh, neighborhood is nice and, and open. I don't have to worry about hitting buildings on the way. I just kind of hover. And then I... I, I yeah, no, there's not a Taco Bell across the street. No. So the Taco Bells, the virtual Taco Bells are no. safe. Which makes me feel good. Yeah. I wonder if it'll show me, like when I'm flying, if it'll use a new map and I get to see the burnt out grocery store. Or if it'll be like, no, it's an old map. This is when the grocery <laughs> store wasn't burnt out. Because you live near a burnt out grocery store, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. And uh, completely burnt down banks and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But hey, I wanted to say the to-do list, <clears throat> you know, I've always been a to-do list type of guy. Mm -hmm. In fact, just fun fact, I, I tend to do... This this is not – I don't know. This isn't efficient really. It's just psychologically effective. But I, I do a to-do list at work that is just all Post-it notes. So if there's okay. something to do, I write it on a Post-it note. I put it on the Post-it note board. When I'm done with something, I don't just mark it off a list. I actually crumble it up and throw it away. Wow. Okay. Again, psychologically effective but very wasteful. Um, the to-do list, now that I'm a dad, it has – I still need to <laughs> there's to-do lists are, are never ever finished not that they've ever really been finished but keeping up with a to-do list and kind of prioritizing it um, <laughs> has become even more of a thing like it's uh, absolutely yeah I, I mean it's uh, I need to I need to get better at that and I need to become a more efficient human being uh, to keep up with everything um, but I like that how your your to-do list as a dad, your cousin was saying, I guess technically he's our cousin. Isn't he my cousin too, kind of? If I think we're cousins? So. Yeah. Is yeah. the cousin of your cousin your cousin? I not necessarily. So. Well, it depends on whether you want to have sex with them or not. Okay. Well, I know what cousin you're talking about, and I'd do him. Okay. So, what was I saying? Me too. Because he's technically Oh, yeah. My he, wife's was, he was saying, yeah, to do list. So, you know, you got to make sure you get everything else done, like jerking off twice. Yeah. You know? <laughs> It made me made me think of because sometimes I get so frustrated with the to do list. Remember when I was telling you about a to do list where item number one? I really saw somebody's to do list where item number one said "fuck you." <laughs> I think anybody do, who do you remember that? I do remember. By the that, way, yeah. <laughs> go ahead. By the way, I'm what. You you were going out. You I I thought I heard you laughing. I thought maybe you're on the other side of the room, but. Oh. Uh, I have yeah. a new I have a new um, microphone setup, so I apologize. I'm working through. I bought a um, I don't know if you can hear this. Hear that? Yeah. Those are springs on my the arm that holds the microphone up. Now I got oh, I got one of those those tele, not telescoping, but one of those you know arms that goes with the the the. I want one of those, and, yeah. and it's got like waxy flexibility. At least yeah. that's what you call it with I, uh, people that are catatonic. Are they? I this is uh it's it's it was really, really cheap and now that I'm using it I know why. But oh, whatever. It came with a uh, a shield. I don't know if I'm popping my peas. But anyway, as a result of this, the microphone's Your voice level. sounds creamy smooth. Oh thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We were talking about um to do lists though, but uh yes, I do remember you saying the first thing on the list was fuck you. And you gotta imagine like somebody's got a piece of paper in front of them and a pen in their hand and the sheet is blank and they're thinking, Okay, I gotta write a to do list. I have to do this and they get mad. It's like, Why the fuck do I have to do this? Fuck you. It's the first thing to write. And I feel better. It's now. still a mystery, because if yeah. you remember the story, this is a to do list that I I I looked over someone's shoulder and they had their to do list in front of them. Item one. 
fuck you. Yeah, because <laughs> the sheet was blank when they wrote that down, and they were angry at the fact that they had to do a to-do list. First, they wrote, fuck you, and they wrote, you know, uh, pay the <laughs> bills. That's a good theory, and maybe that person's just funny. You know? It could be. I think everyone. I'll tell you what I do. I make to do lists now, and I make item one fuck you because uh-huh. the, it's one of the funniest things ever. So I just do it to amuse myself. It makes the whole to do list. Uh, it makes it an open faced positivity sandwich. Yeah, there you go. And you know, my to do list actually does have on it number five: sit on both hands? Question mark. Because if I'm going to jerk off twice. Ah, yeah. Wow, he's awake again. This is incredible. I'm really sorry, folks. This is like. All right, I'll be right back. I thought, I thought this would be me having yeah, to leave. Yeah, honestly. Over okay, go talk about baby. poop again. I'll be right back. Okay. Now it occurs to me, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't think people can really appreciate rape jokes, and I understand that, but I have rape jokes to tell, and I think it's good because Jason is not down and he's not going to laugh, so I'm just going to tell these rape jokes. Now earlier I was talking about. How if you're trying to unclog your baby's constipated gray clay poop and you're trying to unclog it from your baby's butt with your finger, that is baby rape. And if you're doing that, you should yell rape on yourself. These are other individuals who should should yell rape on themselves uh, because the person who or the person or or dog <laughs> that's being penetrated did not give consent or or maybe they gave consent but they don't really want to be there and they don't want the finger up their butt or they don't want to be uh, penetrated so i believe that these people should yell rape on themselves so that is any doctor that's giving a rectal exam rape um i don't know what dog groomers do to express the glands but because i'm a sick puppy pun intended uh I, I figured that they, they have to stick their finger up the dog's butt. And dogs can't give consent for that, as far as I understand. So when dog groomers uh, finger your dog, they should yell rape on themselves. And then, finally, me, when I'm masturbating, sometimes I masturbate, but I don't really want to. And yeah. it's like, I, uh, I just maybe I should just get this over with, but I don't really want to do this. It's uh, on your to-do you know? list. Yeah. I go in the bathroom. I go in the bathroom to masturbate. And I think in those times when I don't really want to masturbate, but I'm going to do it, that means I'm fucking myself without consent, and I feel that I should scream rape on myself. Yeah. Thank you. So hang on a second. I, I really – these subjects make me very uncomfortable, but um... – you know, that's why I did it when you were gone. Well, I'm 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 no stranger to hard work. Um, when you are in the bathroom and you are taking advantage of yourself and you yell that word, are you yelling it as the perpetrator or the perpetrated? Um, both, because okay. kind of the premise is I believe that people should acknowledge that they are raping and call themselves out. Okay. Okay. Do you ever look down at little Joe and I don't mean your your son I mean you know your your penis and you call it Ted and you say well, why is it called Ted and you say cuz it's perpetrated I'm the perpetrator and little Joe is the perpetrated and I speak for him and that's why I shout this word Do you ever do that? No, but that's an idea. Do you have a name for um your uh your old uh I don't know wife stick <laughs> There's so many euphemisms for for penis that it's hard to come up with a new one. But it, but when you do come for up comedy with a new one, sake, hard. over the years I've come up with a couple of names that okay. just make me giggle. However, yeah. I've been told lately that anyone that names their penis at any time for any reason is clearly a misogynist. Really? And so I get to feel guilty about that. Wait a minute, is that really a thing? Oh, I don't know. Okay. Uh, that, that I mean, it's a thing for some people because somebody told me that. Wait, somebody now, ta- told you in com- with complete sincerity that naming your penis makes you a misogynist? Yes. Now, that wasn't in response to me. That that person doesn't know that I have made up names for my penis in the past. Right. They were making a blanket statement that a misogynist act perpetrated by misogynists is the naming of one's penis. Okay, so let me see if I get it straight. Misogynists eat pizza. That doesn't mean if you eat a pizza, you're a misogynist. It's just something that they also do, right? So is it that misogynists, amongst the things that they do, include one, eating pizza, 
two, stealing women's shoes, and three, name their penis. That's just a thing that they do. But does it mean, I mean, is that what the person is saying? Or the way, no? no, the way that it was explained to me that it, it is a clear indicator that you are a misogynist. So the only Naming who one's name your penis, penis indicates that you are a misogynist. What if, okay, are there misogynists who don't I'm not name saying them? I agree with this. I'm no, saying no, no, that no. This, is, this is a concept that was presented to me. And, and are there misogynists who somehow further obfuscate their misogyny by not naming their penis or is it like no it's a it's an I if think and only that's a possibility thing. if this concept is is truly reflective of reality then there right. there must be misogynists that are aware of this and that they they try to refrain from naming their penises uh to try and hide out from their own misogyny and 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 obfuscate it from from society okay mm-hmm. so um let me, let me just ask another thing then. What was the rationale between, uh, for, what was the rationale to explain why naming the penis is misogynistic? Was there some sort of like, it's like, it doesn't cause it. It's not like you're sitting there and you're looking at Ted and you go, what's up, Ted? Oh man, now I want to go, I want to go disparage women. It's not like that. It's like, no, it's it's an act of misogyny. Like naming it is like, okay, I don't like I'm, women. I'm sad to say that there was no rationale. It was just oh. a statement that kind of stuck with me. Because that, according to that person, I'm certainly a misogynist. Because I've 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 named my balls and dick dick and balls right balls and dick <laughs> things throughout my life to make myself chuckle. You know, I like, mean, you know, my dick and balls used to be called Smokey and the Bandits, or okay. you know, what's another one? Beauty and the Beasts. Okay, that you know, I used to call it the Force because you know. Yeah, the the force runs deep in this one. That yeah. type of thing. Okay, okay. <clears throat> um, Misogyny. See, I think there's a difference between naming something and there being a nickname for something when it's in use, right? Like, sure. um, like, I don't know. I mean, that's that's tough. I'm getting, I'm going down a linguistic path that I have no business going down. It just seems to me that like there are so many different nuances to naming and the uses of names and why they happen and what the effect is that it's such a murky thing for someone to just sit down and say so i had a really great weekend joe we um we digitally uh, excised the dog we screamed the appropriate words the entire time i also ate some pizza oh and um <clears throat> i named my penis no 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 i didn't no, I screwed, I screwed up. I screwed up this analogy, Joe. Let me start over. Hey, we had a great weekend, blah, okay. blah, blah. Oh, and by the way, apropos of nothing, uh, naming a person's <laughs> penis is a misogynistic act. It's just, you, you can't just throw that out there and expect people to be, oh, yeah, I, I agree, or oh, I disagree. No, it's like, no, you well, got to get in there. The conversation in in which this this concept arose was, you know, what what makes how pervasive misogyny is and this person was giving examples of okay. what indicates how you can tell that somebody is a misogynist and okay and so that's kind of how it came up i didn't i didn't really engage with the conversation okay i i, I didn't want to say hey let me tell you some names of my genitals right and and th- let's argue about why i don't think that necessarily indicates that i'm a misogynist okay no it i just kind of it it it, it it came up and then yeah. it went away because I I'm, didn't want to talk about it. I'm kind of cottoning to the idea a bit because, like, there's naming your own stuff. Like, you know, you could name your your penis Meryl Streep if you want to, and as long as you keep it yourself, it's fine. Who cares, right? You know, it's like mm-hmm. I'm I'm going on a date with Meryl Streep. You think to yourself, that's not necessarily going to be misogynistic. But if you go around telling people, "Hey, how's it going? I'll have a cheeseburger, a couple of fries, and by the way, I call my penis Meryl Streep," then that's that can see how that's like a belligerent act. Like that, that actually makes sense. Yeah. If I'm going around just forcing my genitals names on people all the time, right. And women in public, yeah, women in particular, that's, yeah, that's really weird. Yeah. It's more than weird. It is misogynist, and I can yeah. get on board with that. Yeah, that that makes but sense. You know what? I'll be goddamned if I can't name my genitals. I name something different every single day of my life and giggle about it. Sure. And uh, yeah, I think that's I, totally. I, I'm allowed. sorry. I <laughs> I claim that freedom from now until I'm until I die. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And and honestly, I don't care what it means. I'm right. gonna I'm gonna keep doing it. You know if what? I want to. I was sitting on my hand the other day, and I looked down at Ted, and I was like, "You know what your name now is? It's John Doe." And now you're the stranger. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I really and, like that. Uh, uh, I came to that conclusion, um, pun intended, and I don't know what else to say. I just made the pun without any 
substance. Well, I had some ideas about how we could do a completely different podcast. Just okay. just change change it completely. You know, yeah. we've been doing this for like three and a half years or something, something coming like up on four years. Yeah. And it's pretty much been the same shit show the whole time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And we, I figured well, we don't maybe have, we should we don't have anybody massaging our bellies before we, you know, go on air. So that's it, true. It's gonna be the same shit show. Yeah. Um and so I I had an idea that we should do like really serious work. Like um we should just explain like go through the abstracts of of scientific studies. Okay. Like scientific research, stuff like that. Yeah. Um just really really dry stuff we could just go into we could explain uh, maybe theoretical physics and we'd have to brush up okay. on that a little bit but just you know really pick it apart go to the to the to the basic components of theoretical physics which is you know calculus and whatnot and mm-hmm. and uh, and break it down okay and um so i wonder if if what what you what would you call that type of podcast and like how would you do an intro like i would say or like if we do so we always do really in depth like dry topics and okay. it's it's for the the point of our podcast will be to educate people okay that's well, it if we're going to if we're going to be really really dry like mm-hmm. really really dry i think we should call the podcast ben shapiro's wife's pussy that's good I like it. Yeah. Well, I was thinking, I've got a name too. So I was thinking like, just for instance, here's a topic that we might go into. Like, today we will be discussing um, Enlightenment era values versus critical theory um, as it applies to current civil unrest. Welcome to Up in This Bitch with (laughs) Pimp Daddy Joe. Sure, and that, that that's that's what I'll call the podcast. Sure, you yeah. can have your own name too. It'll be you know up in this bitch with Pimp Daddy Joe and and whatever your nickname is, I and think people that... will never see that name coming, and we just let it pass. We never explain it or anything. It's just it, it, it that name kind of pops after yeah. you say something really dry and and kind of that's true. Uh, <laughs> straight educational. Mm-hmm. So I thought, uh, I thought today's that would be good. episode of. BSW's V, we will be discussing the way that Terpsichorean entertainment has developed from the Baroque era to today. We'll begin with a close analysis of Wet Ass Pussy by Cardi yes. B. Yeah, I see your point. Yeah, that could be. And, and just for ben, those ben, it, ben Shapiro's wife's wet ass pussy. Oh no no is that no, no. the name of our podcast? No no no. For those people who listen to this podcast and don't know about what's going on in the world and Ben Shapiro and his wife and that kind of thing, uh, look it up. Look up Ben Shapiro's wife's vagina, or just Ben Shapiro's wife, or just look up Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro is dry Ben Shapiro's pussy. wife's vagina in the news? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. You know who Ben Shapiro is? I do. Okay, yeah. yeah. He is a he is a terrible terrible individual. He is. Okay, if you've got Cardi B singing about wet and gushy, right? Mm-hmm. On one end of the spectrum, and on the other end of the spectrum, you have Ben Shapiro's wife's pussy, right? That same yes. spectrum can be defined by Bill Murray on the gushy side and Ben Shapiro on the dry side. That's what a terrible human being he is. He's truly awful. I would awful. prefer to get my news about Ben Shapiro. Uh, my my kid, my kid, I think would call him Ben Shapiro. Yeah. Well, I hope that he will one day call him think, Ben Shapiro. I think he will. Anyway, uh, but he's he's not to that point right. in in yet. I hope Once your son never language, knows about that's, him. That's what he can call Ben Shapiro. I want to get my news about Ben Shapiro from you. So tell me about Ben Shapiro's wife's vagina. Okay, real quick, because we got like a minute left. Um, sure. The song, Cardi B uh, came out with that song, Wet Ass Pussy, and uh, it's yes. delightful. And I don't mean that ironically. It really is. It's a, it's a great song. She is extremely talented. I honestly talented. can't wait to hear it. No, she's very talented. Um, but uh, it's about, you know, having a, a, a wet ass pussy, right? And 
Ben comes on his little radio thing and he talks about how he talked to his doctor wife and she told him that they're not supposed to get that wet, that it's probably indicative indicative of some sort of malady or disorder. And so the internet went wow, went wild with Good this job, thing. So, so Ben, your wife told you that pussies aren't supposed to get wet and they just went from there because he's a terrible That's kind human of being. funny. Yeah, and it's just it's so it's so great. And um that's 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 that. So I got topical here in the last few minutes of the show. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ben Shapiro really shot himself in the foot there. He did, Good job, buddy. He did. Yeah. I guess you could say that for him, every time. No, I mean, I don't know. Her, she, she only gets wet for strangers. I, that didn't work out. Sorry. I was trying to tie it all back together. You did a pretty good job. Okay, thank you. Guys. Well, you know, it's, I'm a bit rusty, but we're we're getting back in the swing of things. The Jolly Buccaneer crew is once more uh, plowing the waves as we plow our numbed palms into the uh, effervescent virility of podcastination or something. I was doing hand gestures the whole time too, but you can't see those. By the way, I really wanted to do a parrot squawking the word fuck uh-huh. at the beginning yeah i don't know i don't know when i hear this back if i have time to i wonder how i did i think you did a good job yeah we can do the last as we listen to the four minutes of this song right now we could just be parents what? well that's what i want to do I, and i didn't do the whistle either so you yeah, know, i do the whistle i need to work on talk about like getting back into the swing of things like yeah. i should be able to do a parrot squawking the word fuck followed by a right. whistle to really like yeah. Fuck. Raping your hand. Raping your hand. What? Because whenever you do a parrot, you say whatever you say, and it's supposed to be funny, and then you always have to end with, what? You can't whistle. Now I have the image of a one-armed pirate who is jacking off with his phantom limb, the specter. <laughs> yeah. And he's got <laughs> Mr. a Mr. Potato, Potato Parrot. Head is spectating. On his shoulder, it's <laughs> a Mr. He's Potato the Parrot. He's a spec potato. He's a spec um, potato parrot. A spec potato. A spec. I'll figure it out. I'll put it in the show notes. That's one of my favorite parts of this show is if we combine enough ridiculous imagery <laughs> and concepts yeah. together, it becomes this fucking nightmare of yeah. random imagery. <laughs> and uh, sometimes we get there, man. Since this is the dad episode, I can tell you about this real quick is that my son got this game called Heads and Tails where you have a bunch of these cards and they've got animal bodies and animal heads and then you. You flip them all upside down so you can't see them. You take two random and you stick them together. And then you have to walk the way the body of the animal is and then make noise like the head is, right? So it's like it's an elephant with a snake's head. You have to go stomp, 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 right? And he loves it. But the best part is when he starts making up the names of the animal. Like, I'll say, I'll say, what what the heck is that? Is that a, a snake-a-fant? And he'll go, oh, yeah, well, what about this? And he'll take, like, three bodies and do heads. He goes, look, it's a it's a cat a fun to snake a dragon our far boogie and he just loses his mind just making this and i was like i'm so proud i'm so proud i'm just so proud i'm proud too yeah that's it's great it's beautiful thing well so, you know the mix between an elephant and a rhino right uh no elephino elwino elwino elephino elephino oh yeah there you go <laughs> Gotcha. Took That's a grandpa head. joke, man. It, it's it slipped right by you. It did. That'll usually do. So um, we were we went into today's show thinking it was gonna be seamless, but it was basically on the on the theme of being a dad. And yeah, pretty much. Kind of. Yeah, we with, got we got a themed episode with some diversions as as normal. We usually divert di- uh, diverge. We're very divergent. We are we are we are the uh, what's her name? Shalane Woodsley. What's her name? Isn't that movie Divergent? What's her name? I never saw that, but but I did see Big Little Lies, and I think it's got that same actress in it. She's yeah. delightful. She's, she's awesome. She's really good. Um, let's see. Yeah, Shailene Woodley. I think that'd be that'd be a good name for like if you if you decided that your penis is transgender, call it Shailene Woodley. Woodley. Yeah. Shailene Woodley. It's got the word wood in it. Yeah. Nice. Wood. I miss. I said it wrong the first time. Woodley. 
Still yeah. got the word wood in it. Yeah, you can do like a, a sort of like <laughs> Good a... Good name for penis. You could do a kind of like oh, Renaissance ramp. If, you know, you could be like, Would thee, Woodley, mind if ye were to sit beneath my rump? And thee shall be numb. And then I will come all over this picture of Bill Murray. I don't know. It's just... <laughs> that was beautiful. Yeah. Well, I want to tell you, I'm... I'm making a list and I'm checking it twice Yeah, and it's a list of songs that I'm going to obscenitize but okay. I'm going to do another medley it's been a long time and I want to get back in the swing of things I'm going to do a medley of songs about fucking your mom Okay. Um, and instead of I just have too many songs that I need to do so I'm just going to do a few lines from each song it'll be a huge melody Okay. Can I? And I'm gonna call it the uh, the fuck your mama rama. Can I? Um, I know we're out of time and the thing's over, but can I add one to the to the mix? Oh yes, please you, give me know... some ideas. That's actually why I brought it up. Okay. Sorry, it was so late. Go okay. ahead. No. Um, you know that song, um, "Big Old Jet Airliner" by Steve Miller Band. How's that go? Yeah. Big old jet airliner. Yeah. So what I'm thinking that you could do is big old hairy vagina. That's good. The only problem, of course, is that vaginas aren't hairy. It's the vulva. So I don't know how you... You could do... How about this? Big old gushy vagina. There we go. Nailed it. That's good. All right. Yeah. I think we're done. Anyway. Do you want to scream something and I'll click stop? Fuck your mama-rama!